Welcome. This is the Public Relations Review Podcast, a program to discuss the many facets of public relations with seasoned professionals, educators, authors, and others. Now, here is your host, Peter Woolfolk. Welcome to the Public Relations Review Podcast and to our listeners all across America and around the world. Now, question. Would you or your company benefit from enhanced content marketing and PR and paid media? How about a tool that can help you gain five times more media exposure with less effort? Well, my guest today heads a company that focuses on a few key areas of digital marketing, fractional CMO insights, and we'll ask about that, content marketing, PR, and paid media. In addition, he is also focused on launching his latest startup, Press Junkie, a tool that sorts thousands of press requests each week to help businesses get up to five times more press with 90% less effort. He's also a Forbes contributor and a best-selling author. So joining me today from Toronto, Canada is Cahill Camden. He is the CEO of Digital Vision Media Group, where his agency helps Web3 and technology companies optimize for growth. And he will discuss his future effort, Press Jockey. So, Cahill, welcome to the podcast. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Well, good. Well, I'll tell you, let's start off by first defining just what is fractional CMO insights. Absolutely. Fractional CMO insights is exactly what you would imagine a full-time CMO doing, only on a part-time basis. So instead of hiring a chief marketing officer to build your strategy, coordinate your marketing efforts, um, execute tactical moves forward for growth, I do the exact same thing just on a part-time basis. So between 10 and 20 hours a week per client. Now, how, why did you find that necessary to not have a full-time one and do it part-time-wise? What, what has been the difference that you've noticed in terms of, let's say, productivity and outcomes? Well, there was a couple of things that, that happened. One, I was running my agency, and so I had been, I'd been asked, can you help us with strategy? And I said, sure. And then it started getting into, can you help us with coordinating and managing our team? And I said, sure. And it went on from there. But in terms of productivity, you know, realistically, I think, we all have areas of our work in which we're really not that productive. And so for me, focusing in on a few core hours each week was really important to delivering results for a client. So instead of having wasted time, wasted meetings, it was, hey, let's focus on the essentials. I'm here for a very short period of time or a longer period of time, 20 hours a week. And in those 20 hours, it's just pure results. Like, let's go. We don't have time to to waste. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now I've got that. Now, in terms of how else do you help them in terms of the content marketing portion of what you do? All right. So our, our agency focuses on three primary primary areas, like you mentioned earlier. We do PR, we do content marketing, and we do paid media. And so I think one of the questions is, well, why do we only focus on those things? And it's, it really has come from our experience and our experimentation. We wanted to focus on things that we were really, really good at. 
And so content marketing is one of those things. You know, we've done social media management. We've done certain types of design. We've done, you know, trying to throw events. But we just, we were, we were either not really good at it or we were okay at it. We wanted to just dial it in and really focus on only the things we're really good at. And so content marketing is one of those things. It's how do you communicate your brand's message, your knowledge, your insight out to your potential audience, out to your current customer base or your current user base, and how do you keep people engaged? And so that's what we decided to focus on. Now, the third portion of this is PR and paid media. So let's uh, obviously talk about both those segments there. Right. So PR is obviously public relations. And so that deals with your press releases to your earned media. So earned being you don't pay for it, you earn it. Mm-hmm. And you earn it through thought leadership and through your ability to communicate your story, those types of things, right? Mm-hmm. And then you've got the paid media. And so paid media is anything that you'd pay for. It's it's obviously the the very the very kind of known areas, Facebook marketing, Google ads, and LinkedIn ads, that type of thing. But it also goes to things like newsletter sponsorships, podcast sponsorships, paying influencers for certain for certain marketing activities. You know, those types of things would also fall under the umbrella of paid marketing. So uh, I'm assuming then that you go on and look at the totality of what it is that they want to accomplish and then decide which of these elements and how it would fit best in getting them across the finish line with uh, some of these strategies. Exactly. And so from a fractional CMO perspective, I like I share this with all of, all of my clients. I say, look, if I'm coming in as a fractional CMO, I'm putting on my CMO hat as if I was from your company. And so that means that maybe using our agency for something at this current point in time is not the best thing for your growth. I'm okay with that. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe we do need to do a social media campaign and hey, our agency doesn't touch that. Like we don't I obviously know about it, but we don't do that. So we need to find someone who does or we need to work with <laughs> another uh, you know external party or freelancer or internal team member to to push that forward. And so it's not always about recommending the things that our agency does. Not not at all. It's about recommending and pushing forward on the long term growth of that client and mm-hmm. making sure that they achieve results regardless of whether they're using our agency for that or not. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, let's sort of focus on that for a hot second because I think that to me is a very admirable way of going about it. Simply people, and in some cases people do it, but they do it differently. Yes, we they might not say we don't uh, do that. And then they will bring in somebody, uh, hire that person under their umbrella to do that for them, uh, which is, uh, yeah. I guess, one way of doing the same thing. Others, you know, you bring them on as a, a paid contractor, but under your umbrella. In other, in other cases, as you said, you will help them find somebody that can do it. I just sort of like that approach because it's putting your cards on the table and being up front with people, which a lot of times they, they really do appreciate. Yeah, absolutely. And, and to your point, you know, we've, we've had many opportunities to bring people under our quote unquote umbrella and then, you know, add our own agency fee on it. But to me, it's, it's like this. I believe that 
success in business, business success, growth, it's a long-term game. And to me, it's like, okay, if we miss out on short-term revenue, but we have a long-term client, like that makes more sense for me. And I know we're really good at what we do. And so for me to also jeopardize our reputation by bringing in someone that I've not worked with before or someone who I don't know what their skill set is fully, you know, I'm just, I don't want to take that. I don't want to take that risk. And so it, it works out for everyone. It's like, you know, if you're coming to us for content, PR, and paid media or fractional sim work, we're really, really good at that. Mm-hmm. If you need someone who's doing social media campaigns, fine. I'll, as a fractional CMO, I'll go and help you find that person. I'll even interview them for you as if they were coming on board internally, but then it's, that's how we're going to deal with it. It's not coming through our agency. We're, we're, you know, we're, we're not, we're not going to do that. You know, we'll, we'll make the introductions and, and slash or, you know, we'll deal with that, helping you hire that person, interviewing them, et cetera. And then, yeah, that's, we, we would work with them. Now, how have your clients, how have you found your clients to, to accept this? Or have you found them going on both sides, in both directions? Yes, I like the way you're handling that. No, I prefer that you do it. How, how have you found them? How have they responded to, particularly the fractional, fractional CMO uh, approach? So two questions are, how have they responded to us saying, hey, you know, we're, this is not under our umbrella? So that most, most of the time, it's been great. Okay. We have had people say, hey, can you please just take take this? Like, we don't want to deal with it. And, you know, in, in those circumstances, we typically stick to our guns and say, hey, you know what? Like, we don't want to take on the risk. We don't, I don't know this person directly. Again, we'll work with them, but it's typically not us who wants to take that on. So that's always worked out in, in, in our favor in the long run. Mm-hmm. And then the second part of that question was how do people respond to fractional CMO work. And I think the initial phase is like, oh, hey, well, how come you're not going to work full time? And, you know, one of one of the answers is cost. If you would like to hire a full time CMO, (laughs) it is it can be quite costly, right? So you're looking at not only employee salaries and benefits and, you know, all these other things, equity, etc. But then there's also like legal contracts and it just gets complicated, right? So that's one benefit that I think people initially they, they see, oh, how come you're not working full-time hours? And it's, it's really like, well, there's a lot of benefits to what we're doing. And I like to, you know, over-promise and over-deliver. Mm-hmm. And so, like, when I say I'm going to do something, you know, it's just like us saying, hey, we don't do social media. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not trying to, to do this on a short-term basis. It's like, I want to deliver results. And so... You know, if I say we're, we're gonna, I'm gonna help you as a fractional CMO, you're you're getting more hours than you're paying for. Let's just put it that mm-hmm. way. Well, I mean, that's that's glad to hear. As I said, people really, for, for the most part, in my experience, has always been that they really do appreciate your being upfront and honest with them in the beginning. Yeah, it does. It you know, like the ultimate thing is we all are trying to accomplish success in our businesses. And at the same time, we all want to work with people that we like and that we can we can work well together with. And so being direct about things, it does pose some of its challenges, right? It's sometimes difficult to have difficult conversations. But in the long-term success of growth, 
and in the long-term success of business goals. I think that that is really the best way forward. And as long as it's approached in a way that's amicable and respectful and insightful, it really does. I've never had a scenario where it's really been, that's actually not true. I've had one scenario where it really didn't work out for a time being, but then that client came back to me a few months later and, and things worked out and that, and, and we went, we went from there. So I've had one scenario where it just really, it, it didn't work out so well because I was just very direct about, Hey, this is what I think we should do. And again, in the short run, it didn't work out, but in the long run, it really worked out very well. They came back, we worked together, they eventually got acquired for eight figures, and, you know, the rest is history. So, again, long-term success. Oh, good. Well, one of the things, obviously, that, uh, that piqued my curiosity is when we, get, when we got started here is this new venture that you've got coming up, uh, Press Jockey. Now, this is the one that, uh, the tool that sorts thousands of press releases or requests each week. Explain exactly what Press Jockey is and how it works. Absolutely. So there, there's really two types of things that, you know, marketing agencies, PR agencies, and really business owners should know, right? Let's talk about PR. So in the PR world, there's really two different types of PR that an agency is working on or a PR professional is working on at any point in time. One is this style of outbound PR. And just really quickly, Think Mad Men, you know, you're, we're creating stories, we're creating pitches, we're creating angles, we're reaching out to our contacts, our Rolodex, Rolodex, and we're pitching your brand, your story, your personality to the market. Hey, we want to talk about this. Hey, this is an important subject. Hey, do you want to feature so-and-so on whatever publication? That's outbound. Okay? Mm-hmm. Really powerful. It works really well when you've got the right PR agency and it, you know, you can really, you, you really have a lot of control, but it's expensive. It takes time and it really, it really, you do need months to, to really make it work. So there's this other side of PR that a lot of people are not really familiar with. Okay? This is inbound PR. And so that's where you get the media sends out thousands of requests a week saying, Hey, I'm looking for an expert on healthcare. I'm looking for an expert on the recent financial crisis. I'm looking for an expert uh, in e-commerce. I'm looking for an expert in real estate, whatever the case may be. And they're looking for experts to give them insights on the articles they're writing, Mm -hmm. on the content they're producing. And so that's this inbound PR side. Now, the inbound PR is far more cost-effective right? It's just quicker. Uh, Sorry, it's it's far more cost effective. The challenge there is you don't get to control the media outlets. So you're kind of at the whim of the media who's looking for experts. Mm -hmm. Okay. And on top of it, there's thousands of requests you've got to sort through. And you've got to find out what really works for your personality, your brand, your, your story. That takes time. And so this is the area that Press Jockey focuses on for now is those inbound press requests. So instead of you having to go through 10, 12, 15 platforms, scrolling through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of emails, you can use Press Jockey to do that work for you. Mm-hmm. Type in a keyword, we use algorithms, we use artificial intelligence, and we will find matches that match your brand. 
and match your keyword. Then we use ChatGPT, AI, we use artificial intelligence to give you suggestions on how to respond to those press requests. So you can automatically, with a click of a button, build a fantastic response to those inquiries that are coming to your inbox. Mm -hmm. And so with a little bit of editing, you just edit that response and hit send, and you've, you've now connected with, you've sent a connection to that media. Now here's the thing, right? It's, it's a numbers game, right? Like we know that you're not gonna get every connection you send to, not everyone's gonna want to feature you as an expert. That's okay. You're saving this much time and you, can, you all you need to do is come in five, 10, 15 minutes a day and we'll do the rest. We're writing your pitches with our AI assistant and you're just sending off requests. Very soon, you know, after 100, 150 requests that you respond to, you start to get featured in the media. Mm -hmm. So this makes it really easy for you to start to get your story out there. So that's what Press Jockey is all about. Well, one of the things that you've um, you, you just mentioned that I've had a little bit of um, of a relationship with, and that is uh, Chat GPT, because I think the key thing that I heard you say was when you get Chat GPT. It's not just the wholesale thing to then take it and run with it as your own, but you have to edit it and whatever it produces that you ask it to produce, edit it and make it fit whatever it is that you are trying to say. And I think that was an important lesson for me when I um, used it the first time. Yes, it can get out reams of information, but is that what you really wanted to say or do you need to edit it to fit uh, your, your program or your product or your event uh, before you send it out? You're absolutely right. And so this is what we've been training it on over the past you know, six weeks is we, we've been training the AI on how to write really fantastic responses based on not only what the media is asking, but very soon based on your profile as well. Mm -hmm. So the AI will be able to look at your profile and look at the media request understand the two and pitch you as an expert based on your experience and your skills. And so again, when we think about the time savings, if you don't have to write the full email, like 70, 80, 90% of the work is done for you. Mm -hmm. You do have to edit it and you do have to put your human touch on it, but then you just hit send. And now you've got an opportunity that's gone out to the media. And so in this way, you can really accelerate your media exposure and get on more publications. Mm -hmm. Well, you know, and I think that's very, very important, too, because um, before this, uh, I think the, the one that perhaps a lot of us used was, uh, what is it, help a reporter out or something like that, where uh, they're listing, yep. <laughs> here's what we're looking for, and, and there are one or two others out there as well. That uh, you're absolutely right. You've got to comb through this and to find out if there's something that uh, that that fits what it is that you do or can give to them. Right. And so we aggregate all that data. You still need to have accounts on some of those platforms, you know. But we aggregate that for you and really do the heavy lifting of filtering through all those requests and then giving you the ability to respond with a, an eighty percent written that you just have to edit. And so now again, all of a sudden, wow, you can save, you know, 10, 12, 15 hours. Of, and, you know, if you think about that, even on a minimum wage basis, 
and let's be honest, most of most of those listening are probably not getting paid minimum wage. Right. <laughs> but even on a minimum wage basis, right? Even on a minimum wage basis, you're saving hundreds and hundreds of dollars a month. Mm-hmm. And if you're in the in a more in, you know in a higher income bracket, you're saving thousands of dollars a month while getting opportunities on publications big and small, right? And mm-hmm. so this is this is what Press Jockey does for you know a tiny monthly cost. And so that's that's what that's what we've been focusing on. So where are you in its uh, in, in stages of release? Uh, what where are you? Is it close to being released? It'll be completed in the next four months. Where are you in that cycle? It is live. Oh, so it, is? it is live. We have yeah, it's live. So people can use it. People can sign up. We have a beta program right now running until about mid-April. And so the beta program is. Everything is working, everything is live, but we are constantly making updates. So we make updates every single day to this application. And during the beta, there may be a time or two when the service doesn't work for 30 minutes or an hour. Okay, fine. But in, res- in, in exchange for being part of the beta and giving us some feedback, we've actually discounted the price significantly. We're talking like close to 50% discount. So anyone who jumps in on the beta right now will lock in that price, and that goes till about mid-April, uh, end of April type of thing. Well, since you brought that up, why don't you tell, uh, tell the listeners how they can get access to Press Jockey? Absolutely. Just go to www.pressjockey.com and sign up there. We actually have a 14-day no credit card needed free trial. So 14 day free trial. So you can go in. It's an unlimited trial for the beta. So we're talking, you've got a whole whack of keywords. You got 10, 20 keywords. You can add, you know, multiple pitches. You can use our press jockey assistant, the AI. You can send off as many responses as you want. Like it's unlimited. And after those 14 days, then it goes over into the the discounted price if you're part of the beta. Mm-hmm. So just go to www.pressjockey.com and you can sign up there. Now the fact that you're in Canada, and uh, the majority of my my listeners are in in the U.S. So in terms of uh, the the media that is included in Press Jockey, do you have both Canadian and U.S. media already in there, and perhaps media outside of both of those two countries as well? How is that structured? So my location is independent of the software, right? So I actually spend, I've spent quite a bit of the last five years in the United States, almost half of my, my time in Austin, Texas, um, which is an awesome place for, for myself and my partner. But um, yes, to your point, we are focused on the United States. We do have outlets in the UK, so United Kingdom, mm-hmm. Australia, and a few outlets in Canada. But the, the bulk of this is for media in the United States. Okay, well, that's great. Well, Camden, you've uh, imparted a lot of information. I'm just wondering now, is there anything that we have left out that uh, you think we should cover right now? I would say that there's maybe two things that I think are important to know. One is when it comes to ChatGPT, I do encourage everyone to go and experiment with it. Mm -hmm. 
I really do. I think it is a little scary. I think it is. I think it is something that we need to be concerned about. But I also think everyone should experience it and play with it. The rapid pace of development of artificial intelligence is going to shift most of our industries, for better and for worse. But it's definitely going to shift our industries. So start experimenting with it now. And that kind of leads into the next, the, the last kind of thing that I would say, is if you're a business or an agency and you're really trying to do PR, if you're a business owner and, and you're trying to do PR, get started. You know, you don't have to use press jockey. You know, like a, it's fine. Just but get started because getting yourself out there takes time. Like it really does. You don't have to have everything completely polished. You don't have to have all your ducks in a row. Just get started because you will learn as you progress. And it's really about taking that first step and building that momentum in your PR game, in your marketing game, right? So get started with press, regardless of whether you use press jockey or not. Obviously, press jockey makes it a heck of a lot easier, um, but get started. Like, just start. Well, Cahill, let me say thank you so very, very much for imparting all that information and keeping us up to speed, particularly on uh, what it is you do and how you see a lot of things and some of your experiences, but and also about the press jockey, which is very, very impressive to hear about. So thank you so very much for letting us uh, have you as a guest on our shelf because I'm sure our listeners, our listeners uh, have benefit, benefited from that as well. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. And I think you're doing a fantastic job educating people about marketing, press, and upcoming technology. I think it's really great. Well, thank you. Uh, my guest today has been uh, Cahill Camden, the CEO of the Digital Vision Media Group. And he joined us today from Toronto, Canada. And to all of my uh, listeners, uh, let me say thank you again for joining us. And if you've enjoyed the show, of course, we'd like to get a great review from you and also share this information uh, with your colleagues. And join us again for the next edition of the Public Relations Review Podcast. Thank you. This podcast is produced by Communication Strategies, an award-winning public relations and public affairs firm headquartered in Nashville, Tennessee. Thank you for joining us. Thank you.